until she reached the first turn, a little past where Lynette was perched, at which point she would continue straight ahead or turn right down another hallway. Lynette counted the seconds, knowing she would be hearing footsteps at any moment. Yes, there they were, passing down the hallway just inside. Lynette was sure to duck her head so the girl wouldn't see her hair peeking up past the window frame, and she listened as the footsteps continued on past the turn, straight down to the end of the hall, followed by a loud knock. She heard a voice call, Ah, uh, come in! And then the sound of the door closing again. Lynette wasn't sure who had spoken, but it didn't matter who, as long as she knew where. She peeked over the ledge just in time to see the stranger going through the door at the very end of the hall to her left. Lynette climbed in through the window, hurried down the same hall, and went back out the last window so that she was now on the other side of the castle. She carefully skirted the ledge, counting the windows in her head. When Lynette reached the window of the room where the stranger had gone, she knelt on the ledge and peeked in through the corner. The window was closed, but she had a clear view of the young woman, and that was what truly mattered. Lynette recognized the other person as Tobias, one of the nobles who had lived at White Spring since before Lynette was born. Tobias was saying something now, his enormous eyebrows making him look fiercer than he really was. But the young stranger didn't seem at all intimidated by Tobias's intense stare. She held her head high and stared right back. In fact, the stranger didn't seem to let anything trouble her. There were flakes of snow in the messy dark braid down her back and on the collar of her shirt, but she made no move to brush them away. The bag she was holding was bulging full, and yet, even after carrying it through the castle, she showed no sign of tiring. The inky thumbprint on her jawline, the fraying edge on one sleeve. These small imperfections fascinated Lynette, because the girl wore them all with such ease and confidence. Lynette had never seen a woman look so comfortable in her own skin without appearing pristine. Who was she? Lynette leaned in farther, and the young woman set down her bag and opened it. With her head bent, her sharp cheekbones were especially striking, her eyelashes casting long shadows across her pale brown skin. She looked up suddenly, and Lynette jerked her head away from the window. She was sure the girl hadn't seen her. Lynette had been barely visible in the corner, and yet, in that brief moment, she'd thought their eyes had met. When Lynette peeked again, the girl wasn't looking up anymore, and Lynette squinted to see what she was taking out of the bag. That would be one mystery solved, at least. And then she saw in the girl's lean hand a long metal instrument that curved at the end like the beak of some vicious bird. Lynette gasped sharply, and she could tell from the way Tobias was rapidly blinking that he hadn't expected this either. The young woman was watching Tobias, waiting for some response, and Lynette couldn't stop watching her. 
She wondered how this girl could stand so perfectly still, hands never trembling under the weight of that monstrous instrument she was holding. She seemed almost defiant as she held it, and Linnet longed even more to know this strange girl. Not just to know who she was, but to know her, and maybe to absorb some of that boldness for herself. Tobias gave a short nod and settled down in a chair. On the table beside him was a wineskin, and he drank heavily from it before tilting his head back. The young woman took a breath and then placed the curved end of the metal instrument inside Tobias's mouth. Finally, Linnet understood what was about to happen, but not before it was too late to look away. The young woman yanked the instrument back, and the nobleman screamed as his tooth was wrenched out of his mouth. Linnet was glad he...